Hello there and welcome to the 11th Commercial Awareness with Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson. Uh, I'm going to kick off today's episode by talking about Trump taking heat, European stimulus, the UK's delayed economic recovery package and Australia being a whisker away from recession. And now it's time to hear the incredibly loud intro music. In the US, Trump started to get aggressive this week with George Floyd protesters threatening to send in the army. A number of senior people disagreed with his forthright approach, including his own defence secretary, Mark Esper, and protests in support of the Black Lives Matter movement gathered momentum around the world. It seems to me that Trump is trying to morph from economic Trump to law and order Trump as he enters the last few months of his campaign to get re-elected as president. In Europe, the ECB said that it would be putting an extra 600 billion euros into the existing bond buying programme and extending its length to at least June 2021. This is an interesting move considering that the German Constitutional Court questioned the legality of his existing bond buying programme, so we'll just have to see what happens next. The ECB is currently arguing that it answers to the European Court of Justice, which okayed the move, and so it doesn't matter what the Germans think. Talking about Germany, Chancellor Angela Merkel announced a 130 billion euro economic stimulus package that included things like lowering VAT, giving parents one-off payments of 300 uh, euros per child, and incentives to buy electric vehicles in order to get German spending again. In the UK, there were rumours about Rishi Sunak um, unveiling a big economic stimulus package in July, but it now sounds like this will be replaced by a much more limited one with the big one to follow sometime in autumn. He said it's because he wants to see how the dust settles before making potentially irreversible plans on spending. In Australia, it looks highly likely that the country will fall into recession soon because the first, um, the first quarter, which is when all the bushfires were going on, showed economic contraction. Given that the coronavirus outbreak is happening during the second quarter, it looks like Australia will have two consecutive quarters of contraction, which is the definition of a recession. If it does fall into recession, this will be the country's first for 29 years. In the US, retailers and restaurants suffered as some protesters looted and smashed up shops that were trying to open up for business after a long lockdown. Shops that had to close include Target, Walmart and Nike and Amazon even had to alter delivery routes to protect its employees. In the UK, Primark said that it would be opening all of its shops, but Monsoon Accessorise and Pret-a-Manger were the latest among a number of high street operators to ask landlords for lower rents or face more closures. There was more bad news in the restaurant sector as 120 Frankie and Benny's outlets were set to be shut down permanently. The latest figures show that car sales are picking up in China, and one large UK dealer said that car sales have been very busy this week. Apparently, second-hand car sales had been particularly strong, but deals for new cars are likely to get pretty spectacular when factories start production again in order to get consumers to buy. 
However, it remains to be seen as to whether consumers will be willing to pay for big ticket items such as cars in the current environment of economic uncertainty. The order flow seen by dealers now could just be pent-up demand playing out and the refinancing of existing deals. In the meantime, Aston Martin said it was cutting 20% of its workforce and car dealership Lookers said it was cutting 1,500 staff. The problem is that tens of thousands of staff are currently on furlough schemes, so when government support fades away, another big wave of job losses is likely. Critics have said in the past that the way cars are sold in big dealerships is a bit of an anachronism and question the need for the existence of so many. Although I don't think that they will die completely, it is eminently possible that their number will dwindle. Remember last year when Tesla announced it was going to sell online only and get rid of its dealerships? Well, after a massive outcry from its dealers and customers, the company soon relented. I think that offline and online will coexist in the future, but the need for quite so many physical dealerships is likely to wane, and coronavirus has brought that for, uh, brought forward what was already likely to happen. Although this is going to sound boring, the fact that the UK financial regulator, the FCA, is taking a test case to the High Court to see whether insurers should pay out on, a, on business interruption policies following the coronavirus outbreak, it is a big deal that could have big repercussions. Many companies say that they took out insurance thinking that it would cover them for enforced business closures, but insurance companies say they are not covered. The FCA decided to take the unprecedented step of making a test case in order to get a swifter judgment that could help companies who are already in the process. A ruling is expected by July. In the field of 5G, it looks like the UK could be about to make a massive U-turn on its 5G stance related to Chinese com uh, telecoms company Huawei. Boris Johnson annoyed the Americans last year by refusing to back an outright ban of Huawei equipment in the UK's 5G network, but now it looks like ministers are considering putting money towards an international scheme to standardise 5G network equipment. If that happens, loads of rival supporters could get involved and Huawei would have much more competition. Another big development this week was that the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ are looking to tighten their listing rules. This means that around 200 Chinese companies could lose their American listing and if they want to have an overseas secondary listing, London could, be where, uh, could well be where, where they look to go next. This could bring in huge fees for advisors and the London Stock Exchange itself. I thought I'd also mention a couple of very successful IPOs this week of Warner Music and the marketing data company Zoom Info. Nothing to do with Zoom, um, the video conferencer. Um, given current circumstances, their performance on launch has been very impressive. Well, that's all for this edition of the Watson's Daily Podcast. I hope you found it useful. Uh, if you like what you hear, please leave me a nice recommendation. It makes a real difference and helps me to continue to help you. Also, if you want more information on a daily basis, please subscribe to Watson's Daily. 
you will get my daily blog for free but if you really want to learn how to use this stuff in your job studies or business please think about signing up for a paid subscription that is only £2.99 per month you'll get access via my website and a brand new app to a whole load of additional material for less than a cup price of a cup of coffee per month. Of course, if we could go and buy a cup of coffee, which we can uh, very soon. Anyway, see you next time. Watson, out. Now, are you up for some loud music now? I know I am. So here goes. <laughs>